Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal here. Hi, Stoney's here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We're back, back, back again after our trip to England, and we are back in some (laughs) off-season content for a couple weeks. (laughs) I mean, I don't even know at this point. Like, I guess we're taking a break until Drag Race UK starts, so it's all good. Yeah, we're pumping the brakes. Sorry. Hope you guys like the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're just along for the ride with you. So we've got our good wig glue out. So buckle up. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, we have this episode and I believe one more podcast of off-season content. And then we really will be full sail into RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Yeah, so stop bitching about everything on Twitter and just enjoy the ride. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, before we get too far into this podcast, how have you guys been? What's going on in your lives? Ooh, I've been well. I can't complain. I've just been over here living. Nothing new to report. Just chilling over here. Yeah, kind of the same old, like, we're getting ready for fall. Still trying to sell this house. So, we'll fingers crossed that's already happened by then. Yeah, I think that's it, really. Yeah, I guess I also don't have too, too much to update everybody on. I went to a soccer game yesterday, so I, I guess I'm like a butch queen now. Ooh, sports. How is that? Um, the men were hot. <laughs> Ooh, uniform. Oh, it's like a men's soccer game? Yes, girl. It's hot, sweaty men. Ooh, legs. <laughs> I saw lots of legs, girl, and lots of pulling your shirt up and seeing your abs while you wipe the sweat off your face. My, what nice hams you have. Yes. <laughs> Do any of you guys need a wife? <laughs> I don't know. So that was fun. But um, other than that, there's not too much really going on. Like uh, like Stoney said, I also am getting ready for fall. And while we're recording, I am drinking Elysian's Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Ooh, we saw some pumpkin harvest something in the store earlier. Yeah, it was like pumpkin shandy or something. <laughs> that sounds good, though. Yeah, it's real tasty. I'm ready for fall. I figured if I got my PSL, like Stoney and Nikki would read me for filth. So I just kept it to alcohol. (laughs) I hate everything about the fall season. Everyone at work has been like swimming in PSLs already. It's hilarious. (laughs) They're like in their PSL pools, like taking out. Basically. Carving pumpkins and shit. One guy was like, I've got a pumpkin nitro. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have a pumpkin beer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like Jamal and I were talking about, I don't know, maybe this is spoilers, but talking about doing the PSL 2 episode. So I don't know. We might have yes. to like figure out all of that because I feel like all the PSL like items are coming back in stores. So. Yeah. I actually purchased something for that episode already, but I don't want to tell you guys. <laughs> oh, shit. So that means it's happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So PSL 2, the episode is coming out soon. Yeah. So just like be ready for it. 
<laughs> all right. Well, I feel like we've gotten through all the hi, how are yous. So let's go ahead and get into our honest tea spill of the week. Uh, honest tea. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week, we are going to be talking to you about what songs we would do drag to. So we're keeping you on topic with drag still. Yes, we're slowly easing you back into that drag race mode. We're going to have some fun before we get there, though. Yes, we are. So we are going to tell you some songs that we would like to do drag to. I think maybe before we get too into it, should we reintroduce our drag personas? Oh my gosh. I don't even know if I know the persona. Like I know the name, but I don't know. I haven't even thought about what the persona would be. Yeah, just just tell them your drag name. So mine, I'm going to go with Make a Statement. Yes, Miss Make a Statement. Yes, Now coming to the stage. Make in the house. Make a statement. (laughs) What about you, Stoney? Who's your drag persona name? Mine would obviously be Roscoe Poyo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's spicy. I don't know what the persona would be, but definitely she would... Definitely white and creamy. Yeah. Dirty. (laughs) There would be some energy to Roscoe Ponyo. She's not going to just like, I don't know, walk around and sing a ballad. Like she'll do some stuff. Yeah. She's very much serving you. This taco meat is so spicy. Sort of like realness. Yeah. We're probably not doing a full backflip, but we'll like pretend to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very that. (laughs) I love it. I love it. How about you, Seth? Well, my drag persona is known as Sharp As Nails. Ooh, fun. I love that one so much. You would definitely get along with the UK group. (laughs) I would. Maybe I can be pansexual, too. (laughs) She'll scratch a bitch, though, if they get too close. Yeah, she's dark and spooky. (laughs) But um, all right, so keep those drag personas in mind. But we are going to go around the circle and tell you what songs that we would like to perform to if we were drag queens, actually. And I think... Um, I think I'll start just because I think I have more songs than everybody else. Oh, let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Yes. So I really, I was texting Jamal and Stoney, but I was like, I really took this seriously as if I were like really a drag queen and like I had to put my set together. So I sort of have (laughs) like a theme across all three songs that I picked. And so if you guys pay attention to the songs tweet us and let us know what you think my like theme is okay yeah i like that game so my first song is empire by shakira oh we are alive and the stars make love to the universe and you touch me and i'm like and i'm like
I really like this song a lot. I wanted to start by reading you one of my favorite lyrics from the song. Oh, shit. This bitch got lyrics. Oh, shit. I really, like, got into it. (laughs) Okay. I'm here for it. So the lyric that I really liked from this song was, Take off all your skin and brave when you are free. Shake off all of your sins. Hmm. I really like this song. It has sort of like an Egyptian Middle Eastern vibe to it. Very epic. Very dramatic. Yes. yes. Very flavored. Very much so. And to me, the song is about being so in love that you shed who you used to be and to carry the weight together. It's about moving the stars and the moon for someone that you truly love with all of the passion in the universe. Mm. I like this, like the peppering of influence throughout how you broke that down. That's nice. I'm not going to have anything prepared like that, listeners, by the way. So... (laughs) I uh, I was really like I said I was really like into it. I've been listening to a lot of like music podcasts lately. Um, so I listened to I just found Song Exploder and um, another one that I found through uh, a, one of our friend podcasts. Black girls can do stuff too. So they retweeted about Rock Candy. I think is what it's called. <laughs> Sorry Rock if I candy. got that wrong, but they are really fun. It's these two funny girls, and the one I listened to was about the Now Volume 3 compilation. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I love Now Volumes. Like, seriously, I need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to subscribe. It's great. And, well, and obviously, too, Black Girls Can Do Stuff, too. They're really funny, and they do film reviews. They are a lot of fun. I love them. I love following them on Twitter because they just, like, post the most hilarious things. Well, they probably think I'm, <laughs> like, do. a creep because I, like, have um, tweet deck up all the time, so I see when they're shit pops up and i like like it like in seconds they probably think i like don't have a job stalker alert <laughs> that's why i'm like really got into like this whole podcast so but yeah so that's my first song shakira empire very fun i like it what about you jamal what's your first song girl Okay, so, you know, I love a good entrance. I love the start of a show. If you miss the start of the show, you can just go home. That's how I feel. So, uh oh, Beyonce's in the house. That's right. You're correct. <laughs> I'm going to recreate the homecoming entry sequence. To my friends, so quietly. Who we Give what you did to me. Tennis shoes don't even need to buy new dress. You ain't there, ain't nobody else to impress. It's the way that you know what I thought. Yes. Yes. That would be epic. All of it. Like, breakdown. We're going to go through Crazy in Love, through Formation. We're going to do it all, Queens. Like similar outfit? Oh, yeah. You got to be able to move. I don't know if I would do like the fringy boot moment, but, you know, something, something we can move around in. She will hair, of course. Oh, yes. She will. And and lots of it. Yes. Flying everywhere. Hitting the eight counts, though. Crisp and sharp. Clean. The high pony? Maybe partial. Yes, partial. Okay. 
partial high pony. Okay, I'm getting the I'm getting the mental image now. <laughs> yeah, but you know I stand the yellow. That's my favorite color. So we'd incorporate that I love somewhere. Yellow. Yes. Would you also have a marching band performing your background track? How badass would it be if it were like um, <laughs> old members of the marching hundred? Yes, that'd we be could, sick. We could all just be ratchet I mean, on stage together. If this is a wish list, might as well, right? <laughs> yeah, go big, girl. Like you can get whatever you want in this imaginary drag show we're doing right now. Yes, I mean, well, that would have to be it then. How fun would that be? That would be everything. I would probably be backstage shitting my pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> how am I supposed to follow? Like, how am I supposed to? come out after this yeah that would be like the best 15 minutes i would like serve it's got you've got to open huge you got to make the people remember you and want more that's right wow that was a really good one i'm excited for this (laughs) all right stony what is your first song so my first song i don't know i don't want to be like overly dramatic about this Oh shit, what's this bitch gonna say? This is gonna be dramatic as hell. I'm so excited. I'm making my cleanup. Okay, just background real quick, like five <laughs> seconds. I love the queens that are like overly dramatic about like old timey stuff. Okay. So my pick for drag song is It's Oh So Quiet by Bjork. And so peaceful until. Okay. Which Bjork covered that. I forget the original songwriter of that I, song. It's not coming to me right now. She was the cover that like made it like more famous, I mm-hmm. guess. But I love yeah. I've heard a drag queen perform this before, just full disclosure. Okay. But I just love how theatric the song is and how it's just all about, you know, in the beginning it's the song is it's so so quiet, but how the beginning is just so like calm. You have to very like emote it. Right. And then it's very like emotive and then like whenever it really like picks up, you're just like all over the place, like hard lines, like I'm like i have tourette's right now type (laughs) thing oh gosh but it's so fun too because right like because when you hit those huge crescendos you like suck the audience right back in yeah and it's easy to lip sync like it's it's one of those like has defined like uh lyrics to it so you can Mm -hmm. very much easily lip sync so i feel like as a white person i would (laughs) be able to do that very easily and i wouldn't have to dance a lot <laughs> nice. <laughs> Strategic queen. Yeah, I, I'm not as familiar with Bjork. I know Stony is like a big Bjork stan, so I would be interested to see that still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely so watch fun. the video, y'all. Like, if you haven't seen the video, it's really like fun and awesome. And maybe I'll post it on Twitter. Would your drag be kind of like off the wall, like super campy, like makeup? Um, I don't know if it would be like super campy. I feel like I would go out there kind of like Thorgy Thor or something. Okay. okay. Cute and quirky. My only reference to this is katya and snatch game on all stars too so yeah that's see, what i'm thinking of. i don't think i would go out there like katya katya was more like grammy's look um yeah that's uh, bjork i feel like it'd be more like thorgy thor like i would be looking 
at like a kind of like 50s, 60s-esque Thorgy Thor. Okay. So yeah. Very over the top and campy. Would you um, splice some animal noises in there? Yeah, between like <laughs> the, the Tourette's uh, parts. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So we're on to round two. So... For me, my round two is like a slower, more emotional ballad. You know, we got to have some diversity in the uh, performance here. What's she serving? So my song for round two is Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House. I don't know this song. It's uh, an 80s song, first of all, from 1986, and it's the one that goes, hey now, hey now, don't dream it's over. Yeah, that one. Sorry, that's that's really interesting. Oh, that would be epic. Yes. You would get hella tips on that song. I mean, you know, the retro throwbacks, people like those, plus it's a ballad, so... Yeah, so that's my pick. You know what? Quick sidebar. We need to do an episode on that. You heard it here first, listeners. Um, songs that you know that you don't know. Ooh. Yeah. I like because that we know that song. I just could not tell you the title of it. Yes, it's a good one. So we'll bank that maybe maybe next week. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, put a pin in that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so the song is is about well this the lead singer neil finn he said i'm not sure if i remember what the context was exactly but it was just about on the one hand feeling kind of lost and on the other hand sort of urging myself on don't dream it's over Mm, i like that to me I sort of interpreted it a little bit further and I thought it was more like being in a relationship and facing all of the outside influences that bring you out of like your little world that you guys create as a couple and but you're still like remaining optimistic the relationship will like survive and like you can still be in your like fun little world. Mm-hmm. Okay I like that I like that perspective. Yes and I snipped a lyric to illustrate my point. <laughs> And that is uh, the chorus. And it's, hey now, hey now, when the world comes in, they come, they come to build a wall between us. We know they won't win. Ooh, maybe we should put that in like one of those cute little Canva quotes and then put it on Instagram. I'm down. (laughs) Check out for song lyric quotes this week, y'all. I like that, though. That's nice. I like that. So that's my second round. It's nice and cute and slow. And uh, yeah. (laughs) So I'm a little more ratchet. So we're just going to move into some Auntie Riri next. (laughs) I thought about her. Uh, So many options. But, you know, I stand um, Rihanna's song, Red Lipstick. Red Lipstick. Ooh, 
That's a good one, you guys. So I would be serving, you know, maybe a nice red and leather moment. I don't know what the hair would be doing, but, you know, something sexy because this would clearly be a lap dance number. I need a helper on stage. (laughs) I'm seeing, like, something very sleek. Sleek black hair, very straightened and in a ponytail. Yeah. With um, maybe like a, a red, uh, very bold hair wrap of red some kind. lip, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe black eye makeup, like all black. Yes. Around your eyes. Simple smoky. Yeah, for sure. You know, exaggerated. We're drag queens here, people. I definitely so. like it. I like it a lot. Ugh, I just love that song. Like, if you're in the gym, too, like, it's a slower song, but you will, like, hit the sets if you're lifting weights to that song. It's great. Hell yeah. That, so Jamal's, like, message is very clear. Like, I see this whole thing uh, happening. So I'm, like, really here for it. I know <laughs> Jamal's just, like, not fucking around with this show. No, we love to play. <laughs> We're here to serve the children. I was going to tell you the Rihanna song I was thinking about picking, but I'm going to save it in case we do a round two, another drag show. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. So we'll save that. So you'll have to stay tuned, listeners. You never know. <laughs> what about you, Stony? What's your next song? Okay. So my next song is very much from the perspective of like my life. So I'm thinking of like, what song would I want to hear as somebody that works in the corporate world? that's going to like go to a gay bar on the weekend to like let loose have some drinks and hang out so yeah with your poodle friends yeah so me and my poodles (laughs) are gonna like show up and be like push everyone out of the way and be like get the fuck out we're trying to like watch the drag show yeah (laughs) is it gonna be umbop oh shit no it's not umbop i'm looking for something a little more uplifting so that song would be when love takes over by kelly Rowland. Yes, I love this song so much because it's so like upbeat and it's like it's all about just I don't know finding that one person and then like basically just losing your mind over that person and like I think that's what like a lot of like single gay guys are looking for when they're going to like the gay bar um you know like on the weekend because they're looking for like the person that they want to be with so like what's better than that than seeing like a drag queen perform when love takes over on the stage yes i think i may have seen a drag queen perform that but if not i always lose my shit when it comes on like if you're out at a bar or something so i would for sure be here for it Mm. yeah i've definitely seen a drag queen perform it like unfortunately i don't remember who it was but it had to have been in bloomington or indy but i don't know like i have always loved that song in general so i always thought like to myself like Definitely, if I was performing, like, I would love to, like, perform to that song because it's just such a beautiful song. Like, so I love it. Oh, I like that. That would be a great show. Cute. And then you, like, go into the audience and you kiss Jamal. Yeah. Like, while you're singing it. Oh, my panties (laughs) would melt. Exactly. That'd be so romantic. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) 
I like that. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> romance. That's for the Valentine's Day, sh- Valentine's Day show. <laughs> I almost said Valentina Day show. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. We have to take a break. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. But, um... But yeah, speaking of a break, so why don't we go ahead and take a quick break and then we will get into our last round of songs. So do what you got to do, girl. Get that next record cued. Get your flash drive out yep. <laughs> for the, the next song. Reset that lace, bitch. They can see it. Glue it down again. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hello. Goodbye. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) goodbye hello it's cold out here let me in open the damn door rude (laughs) Uh, hey everyone welcome back to thanks for coming sorry it took so long stony locked me out of the house (laughs) and i kept saying goodbye (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys so we have one more round of drag songs this is our big finale so just to keep going in order i will go first and my last drag song is Loving Someone by the 1975. Oh, cute. Wow. <laughs> do you even know that song regina george <laughs> my goodness i was just waiting i'm like let stoney have his shade moment <laughs> he got it didn't he i was like is there something else coming or is this just shade <laughs> that's it <laughs> all right moving on <laughs> so um a little bit of backstory about loving someone so this is a song about love and equality and they started incorporating the pride flag into their live show when they play this song after the pulse nightclub shootings in 2016 so there is a message behind this song and i like that they sort of kept it like politically relevant you know and they they continue to do so every time they play this song there's always some sort of like rainbow light show and motif uh the band has always been an lgbt plus ally and a a couple of other songs by this band include lyrics about questioning your sexuality that lead people to think that maddie himself may not be completely straight he's the lead singer (laughs) 
That's I like that's that really breakdown. interesting. Yeah, I never heard that um, that story behind it. Yeah, I sort of uh, did a little digging. I know that it has always been their song about LGBT. You know, they're sort of like very much allies and it's always been they're very pro LGBT. I've seen them right. three times in concert now and three times I have seen this beautiful song played with such a lovely message. He always like um, has sort of like a speech build up into the song about equality and I love a politically activistic lead singer of a band who's not afraid to express it, especially for LGBT issues because I feel like typically if you did that someone would be like oh well he's gay but Maddie Mm -hmm. we don't really know and it's not really our business so if he is cool if not I think he has a girlfriend but whatever so it's fine yes I love the support what a great ally yeah that's a good like song like for sure I definitely like the meaning behind it so that was definitely a good choice yes so I of course again chose a lyric to share with everyone listening (laughs) 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 so my lyric for this song is my heart is telling me the telly isn't telling me anything but it needs to keep you selling me besides celebrities lacking in integrity holding up the status quo instead of showing the kids that they matter who are they going to batter next keep holding their necks and keep selling them sex it's better if we keep them perplexed it's better if we make them want the opposite sex oh so uh in this song maddie also calls out compulsory heterosexuality Mm, there it is he critiques the way that media and society force people into heteronormative roles Mm -hmm. many are labeled straight and conscripted to into heterosexuality before they even realize they have a firm grasp on the concept of sexuality at all Mm -hmm. yep that's that societal and the societal norms and just like the power of oh this is what you're supposed to be and the influence that has definitely i mean you know growing up everyone is pretty impressionable Mm -hmm. especially you know the youth and um, before you even have a chance to really figure out who you are as a person people are sort of assigning you this sexuality and a gender so it's uh nice to have some an ally like you know maddie who's like you know this 19 the 1975 is like a big band it's a you know very well known pop band and so i really love that in addition to just a great song in itself it has a great message to it and um maddie's also said about the song the obvious thing is that it is very sad to see not just the young but young progressive voices of change being drowned out by regressive ideals it's sad yeah all we can do is hope for the best right so i feel like this is very in alignment with our podcast and what we try and preach you know so in addition to uh following my theme you know I i felt like this would be a really good last song for my drag set Look at you with all these connections. Way to do the homework for the kids, because I did not. I'm just (laughs) slutty trash over here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you had a good... I I think that... I mean, I don't know if this is what you had in mind, but the the way I've interpreted your theme is like sort of like in the vein of like the Vixen, Black Girl Magic. Oh, yeah. So far. You know, very like celebrating Black empowerment and people of color and queerness and sort of that's kind of how i saw it you know with rihanna and beyonce like how can you not yeah that's true that's true 
Paint the picture, Seth. <laughs> I got you, girl. That's how I interpret it. I don't know if that's what you meant, but that's what well, I took from your show. His last song is actually John Denver, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this is his last song, the one, the one about a plane crash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good God, girl. All right. Well, I'm going to stop talking now. Jamal, what's your next song? My last song is actually... The Runaways, Cherry Bomb. Yes. That's yeah, a good one. I just I just love the song. I love that band. I love Joan Jett. I love all of it. It's just epic. It's a little mischievous, this song. It's it's just bad girl. There's no good girl to start with. It's just like bad girl, kick ass music. And I think if this were in a drag show, it would just be like everything. Oh my god, yeah. It would be everything. It would just like set the night off. I right? mean it starts out with like hello daddy, hello mom. I'm your ch- 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 cherry bomb. Like, how many drinks would I be allowed to kick over before I was considered obnoxious? <laughs> I mean, probably all of them. Like, I'm sure the poodles would be upset, but they're always upset, so it's fine. Drag queens can do anything, so I feel like you're okay, though. Uh, yeah, I just think it would be so fun to, like, rock out to that song, too. Like, of course, we'd have some... I love just an all black chic moment, but it's got to be like rock star, just like punk and angry. And but you want that vibe, like you've got to have that sexy kind of big hair, tight, high hips, Ugh, all of that. I need to see it with a guitar and a yeah. heavy bass. And if you get messy, <laughs> it's your last song, so it's okay. Like you're fine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So Jamal's theme is obviously badass women. Yes, I like it. <laughs> yes do you remember that time we went to i think it was teeny is that the one that's two floors yes teeny is two floors yeah we went there and i had a cherry bomb shot <laughs> i don't remember that but sure they make the drink <laughs> strong at teeny yeah it was a fun night i forgot why we went out but we had um ran with us and oh, we probably went to metro i'm sure if we were at metro teeny. maybe was Megan One there? Of I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It, it, my mind is a little bit fuzzy, but I remember drinking a cherry bomb, and that's really that all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> we had a cherry bomb, y'all. Yes. Okay, yeah. Stony, bring it in. Last song of our show. What do you got for us? All right. This is a lot of pressure, but my last song is Dance in the Dark by Lady Gaga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This song is like everything to me. I always love this song. The and cherry on top. It just, for me, it has such a meaning because like the song is basically about like not feeling comfortable in your own skin and like basically not wanting the world to see you because there is like a sense of like not feeling comfortable. So to me, you know, that her lyric dance in the dark until he sees you and then you fall apart. Like to me is just like so powerful and the song is just really good. Like 
the gays have been like requesting this as a music video forever. Um, <laughs> we're still waiting, but we're, yeah. still waiting. <laughs> we're still waiting. Maybe like in the 20th anniversary DVD <laughs> collection or whatever it is at that point. On but, our next Netflix special. Yeah. Hell yeah. But to me, it's just very powerful. I love the lyrics to it. I think it has a lot of, um, I don't know. There's a lot to it that I think gay people and just queer people in general can relate to. And it's just a very powerful song that I think as a drag queen, it would be awesome to hear. And I have not heard this at any drag show ever. So that would be very awesome. Yeah. And what a message, right? Oh, definitely. I feel like I've been seeing Lady Gaga like have a, a surge in drag queen performances again lately. So I'm here for it. Yeah, I think she, I feel like she had like an oversaturation moment where she was just so popular that people were just like, um, so over her. But yeah. like now, like people are just like, okay, this bitch has it. So we're yeah. gonna like do her stuff again. Yeah. And you know, we're over here living. So <laughs> all the time. <laughs> exactly. Every, every moment, just sopping it up. And we saw her perform that song in Las Vegas. Ah, we sure ah. did. Uh, I keep like watching all those videos back. <laughs> what a fun trip. Yes. All right. So we are going to move on into a segment that you guys haven't got to hear in a long time. So some of you might not even know about it. <laughs> oh, what segment could this be? Let's keep them in suspense. Here you go. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hey everyone, welcome back to our thanks for coming news segment. We are here to talk to you about gay news. Yes, we're back. Welcome back. Blowing off my reading glasses. I need to get these stories in order before I report really quick. Yeah, we're like gay people and we have news. So get over it, girl. Yes, (laughs) I have some tea to spill. Ooh, just don't spill it on these reports, queen. Yes, not on the teleprompter cue cards. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, get out of my way. I'm gay. (laughs) This operation sounds like a shit show. Oh my gosh. Well, I think Jamal had a topic that he wanted to start us off with this week. What did you want to talk to us about? Oh yeah, so this morning um, we were just hanging out. Uh, watching YouTube as we do. Um, we were watching Jake Yancey's channel and he's touching on some of the drama going on, I guess, recently with Willem making some comments about the queen's looks on the race chaser pod with Alaska. And we know Willem is a queen that just has a very like, fuck it kind of attitude. Like this is just a tea. I don't mean any harm. This is just my opinion. That's very much Willem. So um, the Vivian came out against that, just basically saying like, you know, why are these girls being judged, you know, a certain way? Like, you know, we're not look queens over in the UK. So it just prompted this thought. It's like, well, what does polish mean to you as a viewer? Because we kind of had like underwhelming thoughts and feelings about the season 11 girls and their entry looks, for example, And I mean, we are excited to see the UK girls, but I feel like there's kind of like an underwhelming response. So I'm just more like, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, right? Because the season has not aired. But what does that mean? Like, what are the viewers looking for? Because they're giving that kind of feedback. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting too, because that is something that I didn't really think about, like the different 
the difference in cultures between United States and United Kingdom. I think that this show will be interesting because it'll sort of educate us on what the drag scene is like in UK. And I don't think that it is necessarily fair to hold them to the same standards as the United States Queens because this is also their first season of Drag Race. Right. And we were just watching a couple weekends ago, like Paris is burning and you have to remember people like drag is not about who can afford the most expensive rarest garment to wear on this show or at any bar for crying out loud. Like why would you spend thousands of dollars and then take that into some dive bar to get spilled on and, you know, money ripped into your crotch or wherever else like think about it for a second like we are watching paris is burning these people are getting dressed out in their best drag on a dime like these people are not eating so they can buy pantyhose and wigs and go to the balls and it's not about who has the flashiest most expensive thing it's the energy and what you bring to a look in your persona so we can't lose sight of that as we get farther into drag race because what's going to happen if we fucking hit rupaul's drag race 30 we might all be a little bored but i would hope there's a queen that's pretty exciting and keeps us interested right (laughs) they'll probably just be like be robots at that point (laughs) i know and that's like i don't know that's why i think i'm more excited for drag race uk is because the last few seasons on drag race us i've just been so underwhelmed because i feel like that a lot of the queens have gotten to the point where it's like okay i'm just going to pay the most expensive designers Mm -hmm. and create the most expensive looks that i can do and that's going to get me to the end and i feel kind of more excited about drag race uk because it's more performance based which is what to me drag is it's about taking you to a place that you're not currently in Mm -hmm. you know taking a character creating a character so you can you know be in another space i guess so right i don't know i'm I'm more excited for Drag Race UK, I think, maybe than so the other seasons just to kind of see what they're able to do because I feel like UK is more performance-based and less about, okay, I'm wearing the most expensive items. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It'll be something new for sure. So I, I know we were pretty critical of them in the Meet the Queens video, but, you know, we really are excited about all the queens you know, I think we were on the fence about some, but we weren't like completely writing off like any one no. queen necessarily. No, and that's why I wanted to bring this up too. It's like we all have our opinions, but you have to think about who's giving the opinion, who's doing the research and looking at all the angles. Some people just like to flap their chops and they don't know the history of drag or even what the hell Paris is burning or who RuPaul is. They just see a queen and they have an opinion. Right. So um, you have to think of the source when you hear this kind of feedback. So it's all coming from a good constructive place on tfc right because i mean it's i want to say like it's our quote-unquote job because i mean if we're just like and i mean i've seen other commentators on like for the meet the queens like oh la la, and they're just like so overly positive like i love this queen like and then it's like the next one and the next one's like even better than the first and it's just like you know we're we you know it's I understand they're trying to be supportive of the queens, but there's a difference. People don't want to just be like, this person's awesome and this person's awesome and this person's awesome. It's like people want to hear like critiques, you know? So, so we try and keep it real here and we mean no shade and we like 
are really excited for all of the queens on the season of UK Drag Race. Yeah, I'm excited to get into that season for sure. Absolutely. And while we're sort of on the topic, I just wanted to sort of do a little recap follow-up from our Meet the Queens video because we got some tweets that were really interesting. First of all, we have at my Polly story and uh, she is uh, she ended up watching Drag Queens of London because we mentioned it in the podcast and said that it was a very enjoyable show that was worth watching on Daily Motion. Oh, cool. So she got sucked in via the pod, A. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> she did. I believe she said there were eight episodes and that she had a good time binging them. Oh, I love a good binge moment. Glad we could help, girl. <laughs> Yes. And then our other uh, tweet that I wanted to bring up was from Vivian. No, not the Vivian. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Vivian. I thought she... <laughs> I thought she came for our edges already. We're not that famous, girl. Not <laughs> yet. So this is um, the same Vivian we mentioned in last week's pod at Vivian Glitters. And she is actually from Manchester. So uh, she says, I loved the English you used. A few more for you. So we have a few more slang for for our knowledge. Ooh, fun. <laughs> so the first word she is teaching us is Minging. Minging. I like this one already. And that one is basically saying, uh, like, ooh, that's minging. You would say, like, it's gross. Oh, yeah. I'm using that. I'm (laughs) using that. Yeah, at the office tomorrow? Yeah, like tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're so minging. (laughs) Everyone's getting their edges snatched. (laughs) They're like, what the fuck is he reading? (laughs) Is that from Harry Potter? (laughs) Um, So then uh, the other word that she's teaching us is mint. And that is something you like. For example, that lip sync for your life was proper mint. Oh, okay. 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 I've heard Michelle Visage tell a story on What's the Tea with RuPaul and Michelle, their show, about her ass being mint. Someone told her that her ass was mint. Oh, well, that I makes bet sense. it is because like you, <laughs> like you hear sometimes in America, like, oh, this is a mint condition, like oh, best of the best. I'm slow. I would. <laughs> I'm we stop got talking. there, queen. But yeah, it's used in a kind of a different form because you only hear it like, oh, this is mint condition. Yeah. That's the only time you really hear it. Okay. I like that one too. Yes. So those are our slang from Vivian. And she also elaborated on bag of chips. Oh, what are Vivian's thoughts on Baga? So what they actually are, and it is from a chippy, and they actually aren't bags, but paper. They are so good. So I think it's sort of like a... um. Like a um like a carton of, of French fries, basically. Oh, oh, okay. I got a picture, and so the picture she sent us is it's called uh, chips on a barm. Chips on a barm. Oh, and it's basically um a bunch of these chips on two pieces of bread. <laughs> oh, that sounds dangerous. Oh, sounds like America. Yeah. <laughs> We need more carbs with our carbs. 
Yeah, it sounds carbtastic. <laughs> yes. Um, she did say they're not quite like french fries. They're more chunkier, but the same cooking method, fried in oil, and loads of salt and vinegar, like you wanted in your potato chips. Ooh, chunky. Chunky salt and vinegar. Mm. Yes, like a more substantial french fry. I'm here for it. And she says that you can get them anywhere in the UK, but in the North especially. We love our chips. And sometimes you can get it with gravy. And she suggests we try the chips on a barm and said that she lives really close to a chippy. So I'm sure she has lots and I'm jealous. Ooh, tweet us a pic. Fuck, we need to like go. (laughs) (laughs) We're ready. We're sold, you guys. (laughs) All right. So quickly before we move on to trade, I did want to talk about everybody's favorite topic, the straight pride parade (laughs) oh god is that still a thing it happened (laughs) oh my goodness and before i start i just want to read a quote that i really particularly enjoyed from aoc and oh read bitch i'm ready for this (laughs) i love aoc (laughs) she said seems more like a i struggle with masculinity parade to me (laughs) oh yes that's just it right there that is literally it (laughs) Yes. So the straight pride parade occurred over this last weekend in the United or in well in the United in the United States, but in more specifically in Boston. And jeez. Supposedly their entire parade, their massive Making America Great Again parade consisted of two hundred people. Ew. Okay. Yay. <laughs> you did it. It's, it. Well, I mean, it's more than the 15 people that usually show up for a straight pride parade. So I guess right. that's a win for them. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a sizable number. But that's just sad seeing that many idiots out in the open that just don't fucking get it. Yeah. So clearly their massive uh, group marched through the streets of Boston and they were met with a large amount of counter protesters, which um, supposedly there were about 600 counter counter protesters there. Oh, amazing. I love that. I was just going to suggest maybe dropping red fire ants on them. I am very fine with that. (laughs) I just get right to the point. Yeah. So so the counter protesters obviously outnumbered these straight pride parade people three to one. Clearly, we can see where the actual support is here. Mm-hmm. Um, the event featured floats and signs expressing messages of support for President Donald Trump, such as 2020 Trump and build the wall, of course. Of course it does. These idiots, like, ugh, just so gross. So basically, gross. men was not a straight pride parade, but it was more like a white supremacy slash Donald Trump parade. Exactly. <laughs> so mengy. Yeah. Ooh, they were definitely minging. Minging for sure. Definitely not mint. Ugh, def not mint. Yeah. So. Basically, uh, this clearly shows the need for actual pride parades. You know, they wonder why we need them and why it's so political. It's like, well, they've clearly, you know, basically designed this whole racist parade around Donald Trump. And yeah, I don't know. It was really bizarre. And uh, some of the particular signs that were there that I enjoyed was one sign said, a straight pride parade is called traffic. (laughs) No shit. No shit. I love that. It really is. It just, I don't know. It's just like so like annoying because 
I saw something on Twitter where it was like the number of people persecuted in other countries for being straight was like zero. <laughs> and then like, yeah. And then like they listed out like the number of countries where you could like be murdered for being gay. And it was like 76 or something like that. Goodness. But gracious. it was just like, okay, like what's the fucking point of this like straight pride parade? They don't even know. They're just there because they want something to bitch about it's, because it's something they don't have. Right. It's annoyed because like, oh, like Nobody said, like, straights are great at everything. Like, right. Instead, like, oh, okay. Like, we need to put a stop to this because gay people are being recognized. It's the wrong kind of, like, me too. And it's morphed into this bullshit. Right. And the um, overwhelming presence of the police force were there as, of course, they were expecting a lot of counter-protesters um, to the giant Nazi parade. And there were, like, lots of police there in riot gear i saw a video of probably like um i would say probably like just a whole like two or three police thick line of of cops in riot gear there's probably like you know 40 to 50 of them just completely surrounding the parade so that um no one could like you know maybe block it or whatever i don't know so there would be no conflict basically to keep everyone separate and that presence is not seen at pride parades around the country and you know we even saw the event in detroit where the actual police just led these like Nazis into the pride parade with with handguns. So why is the uh, snowflake straight pride parade people getting this much protection from the police? Yeah, it's not a good look. Not a good look. However, on the flip side, Boston Mayor Marty Walsh condemned the event, suggesting that Bostonians uh, uh, celebrate events this weekend which promote the city's values of inclusion and love of the community and acceptance of all. More so, Marty also tweeted, As I've said, a straight pride parade won't overshadow the tremendous role Boston plays in the national movement for equality. We will continue to be a leader in the fight for civil rights. Let's continue to turn our backs on hatred using our voices to continue spreading the messages of love. Yes, Queen. Yes. More of that. More of that. So clearly, you know, the message of the parade is not representative of Boston uh, or just any city in the United States. Unfortunately, that's where it occurred. But it is nice to see the mayor come out and just so strongly condemn their their actions. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm sure the allies of Boston and the queer community as well. So, geez. Right. And everyone knows that Trump supporters are probably the biggest snowflakes of all. So I'm glad they were able to like at least express themselves and then go back to the <laughs> their mom's basement or whatever. Yeah, wherever they came from. <laughs> there were um approximately 36 arrests that they boston that the boston court expects to hear trials on starting this week and they were probably um a decent portion i think were from actually the counter protesters because of course the police were being very aggressive and getting people i guess away or maybe trying to get them to disperse the crowd or something you know whatever the typical fascist police force would do so goodness yeah they call themselves probably separating the crowd but like you said in an aggressive way and then if they if 
any flinch or blink happens in a way that they can interpret as aggressive, then they get rough with you. Yeah. Like I legit saw one police officer dragging someone by their leg, like just indefinitely across the the street. That's yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I hope that person's really proud of themselves. There is a piano falling out of a window for every person like that. I'm convinced style bitch. It's going to catch him one day. Anyways, enough of my ranting. Sorry, I get very politically upset when I see these things, (laughs) this hatred towards our community. We got to stay woke, y'all. So we'll move on to something that will probably end the podcast in a much more fun and lighter mood. And let's talk about trade. Trade. Cakes. Trade. 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 All right, you guys, welcome back to our trade. It is the sexiest segment in all of podcast history. <laughs> Definitely sexier than the straight pride parade. Oh, totes sexier. Their underwear is much cuter on this side of the line. Yeah, no one needs to see Maja underwear. <laughs> Nobody wants that, girl. <laughs> yeah, those those tidy whities aren't white anymore, so fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Make America gay again, for real sparkle bitch all right you guys who wants to talk about the first sexy trade um i guess i can i'll talk about my trade who you got for us so my trade of the week is the l word the underscored l word or it might be i word i'm not sure (laughs) oh not Uh, this again oh no i think it's an i the underscore capitalized i underscore word okay um, but this trade of the week has features a lot of beard with glasses and just like standing around in positions that you're just like, why would you do that? She's Other like than taking a picture, staring in the mirror, like, oh, who me? I'm just holding a towel. But I love his beard and it's amazing. And he's just very good looking guy. So he's got a great beard beards i think that it might be the l word because i am seeing this one picture in which he has um a jewish word in hebrew written across of his um giant bicep (laughs) and it's uh starts with the character that's called lamed and it's the l sound so okay yeah i'm sorry i don't know the lesbians that look up the L word on Instagram are going to be very upset. But <laughs> yeah, this is this is homophobic. <laughs> this is slightly homophobic. So sorry, Hall. <laughs> He's got a nice chest. It's very interesting. He shows this tattoo prominently in a lot of his pictures. Yeah. So welcome to the L word. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the L word is like a decease, a cease and desist. <laughs> A cease and deceased. <laughs> Doubly down. All right. Well, that was a good one, Stony. What about you, Jamal? Who's your trade? So I've got a pretty handsome one from Tennessee, Nashville this week, y'all. Um, Kyle Ooh. Bowen. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How's it going, girl? <laughs> Kyle's like running for his life right now. <laughs> he heard us. <laughs> 
His handle on Instagram is at Stay Fox. That's Fox with two X's. But he's got like a mix of like fun, kind of like lifestyle blogger photos, um, some in nature, some in the home. He wears these awesome, very short shorts that shows off his nice legs. That's fun. And um, yeah, he's very sexy in glasses with unbuttoned shirts or very wide necklines. <laughs> Yeah, I like this one where he decided to hitch a ride on a train and he's just hanging off the side of it by holding onto the ladder as it speeds off into the distance. Just like casually, <laughs> like who does that? They're just like, oh, don't mind me just going home. Yeah, just hanging out here with my large muscles <laughs> and my tank top. <laughs> I just got out of the office, so. <laughs> <laughs> he is very cute, though. I like him into this. Yeah, he's like fit without being, you know, overly fit. It looks like something that is attainable. It's easily maintained. Ooh, I like this one where it looks like he's in the pool with his boyfriend, but they look exactly the same. Oh, yeah, that shot, that black and white shot. Yeah, girl. Oh, wait, that's a different one. Super exciting. Yeah, that's my trade, y'all. Yes. All right. Well, I will finish us out with the trade. Ah, sorry. Everything has gone crazy. (laughs) So my my trade is, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this. I'll, I'll, I'll preface this to my trade is from Germany. So hello, Deutschland. We know that you listen to our podcast a lot. Thanks. Bye. No, (laughs) stay here. (laughs) Why are you always telling people to leave us? We're trying to cancel the podcast, girl. Wow. (laughs) Cancel culture is real. That's a lot of work. (laughs) So... Um, so my <laughs> trade is from Germany, and so his name is something similar to Adolf Hitler. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I love his mustache. You are so, so obnoxious. <laughs> he hasn't even said anything. Why is this happening? <laughs> I'm going to cancel Culture Stony off of this damn podcast. I love how we're making this a verb. <laughs> Sorry. My trade's really David Hasselhoff. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> so my trade is really Timo Zweisich. Hopefully I pronounced that right. <laughs> oh, nice try, girl. You did better than I would. So check out the links to our Deutschland listeners. And if I said it right, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, help know. us out. Help us out on the Twitter. <laughs> but uh, Timo, he is an ex-swimmer and he lives in Berlin. Ooh, ex-swimmer, eh? Yes, very fit. Mm. He's got lots of abs. He's got several abs. Several, yeah, <laughs> several abs. <laughs> and uh, I like this one picture of him on the playground while he's very sweaty. That's a nice one. Ooh, I like playgrounds yes um i have oh that sounded creepy (laughs) with people the same age as myself um so there's another one of him on like this lawnmower or something in a field and i'm more than happy to volunteer for him to plow me so oh i like that fun yes i like also in his profile uh one of his descriptions is i'm getting paid to wear clothes which i can't afford (laughs) 
<laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> yes. And then he also says, this profile may contain traces of selfies. So he's clearly funny. I like the energy behind this one and the use of verbs. Yeah. I'll very much behind his abs. <laughs> <laughs> several abs yeah several abs um like definitely more towards like the fitness thought sort of instagram for sure but um yeah shiver me timbers i'm all over this Ooh, i like it we're gonna have to start posting our trade again on our feed yeah keep your eye on the gram everyone yeah do it next thing you know cosmo will have us doing like is this your boyfriend quizzes or some bullshit yeah if they want to sponsor us i'll take any quiz they want to give i know that's right hannah (laughs) (laughs) come on hannah chambers (laughs) we we love you she's gonna block us yeah she really regretted picking us for her article (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys so that's another week and thanks for coming the most magically gay podcast you got more of a traditional show from us this week i was really fun i know getting back to our roots it was fun for sure we haven't got to do that a lot so i know as usual, feel free to check us out on thanksforcomingpodcast.com. You can find all the links to our Twitter, any type of app that you would listen to a podcast on. You can find our Instagram. You can probably find our email there. Mm-hmm. Facebook, all of that. And we've got a new look. So remember to find all the links there, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell your friends, people. Yeah, if you like our new podcast logo, maybe you can leave us a review on iTunes about it. Yeah, let us know. Or just hire Will Jameson to do everything for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely hire Will Jameson. We're promoting that. He also cleaned your house, too, by the way. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Let's not start that. (laughs) I don't think Will wants to go into that business. (laughs) so um yeah we've we've done our plug so everyone hope you have another good week we will be in touch with you shortly but until then bye goodbye i knew you were gonna do it i knew he was too (laughs) sorry